Fire Nation in the house. Johnny Doom is here, and welcome to episode 1460 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneurs seven days a week. And I've created quick and powerful tutorials on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook Live, and so many more at skillsonfire.com. So go check those out. And now let's chat with today's featured guest, Eric Paquette. Eric, are you prepared to ignite? I'm ready, man. Let's yes. do it. Eric's the co-founder and CEO of abroaders.com, a website that helps travelers earn and use reward points to save thousands each year on flights and hotels. His mission is to democratize travel by helping others capture huge value from bank and travel loyalty programs. Eric, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. I jumped right from university into travel and uh, from traveling sort of to that inevitable financial crisis that happens when you're out spending money and don't have a source of income. Uh, so I, I started my own, uh, my first online business, which was a web design and marketing company with my friend AJ. Uh, and it was sort of one of those classical entrepreneurial adventures, figuring out everything on the fly, just, you know, scraping by financially, fighting tooth and nail to sort of figure everything out as we went along. And the major thing that made it possible for us to travel and sort of explore location independence uh, was that we were using points for all of our travel. Um, and so we attended the uh, Dynamite Circle Conference in Bangkok uh, in 2013 and had an amazing experience, got some amazing inspiration from, from other entrepreneurs, especially about podcasting. Uh, and so when we left that, we kind of walked away with this revelation that we really didn't want to be in the building websites and marketing websites uh, for the next 10 years. And so we started uh, working on the Abroaders Project to try and help other people do what we were doing with using points to save on travel. So Eric, you've really become an expert in the area of capturing huge value from both bank and travel loyalty programs. So that's kind of an area of expertise that you've acquired. Give us, Fire Nation, a couple of quick value bombs in this area that you think that we can and should really know that we probably don't. The really important thing is that it's possible to get a flight pretty much anywhere in the world for between $50 and $100. Uh, and the way that you do that is by putting the spending that you would do anyways on the right rewards card. So this isn't like racking up a bunch of debt and buying things you wouldn't otherwise buy, but just basically channeling the power of your regular spending uh, into the right cards that, that'll earn you those loyalty points. Um, and if you have enough spending or depending on how often you travel, not only can you get flights anywhere for 50 to 100 bucks, but you can also do that in business and first class uh, for around the same price. Um, and the second thing is that getting into points and miles is actually really positive for your credit, uh, which is a big thing that people ask us about. And I think a lot of people have a concern about that. Um, and so this is something that you can sort of use to channel the, the power of your regular spending and dramatically decrease the cost that it, it uh, requires to be able to explore the world while you're running your business. What's your favorite travel card right now? And guys, we're talking in about the middle of 2016. So this is going to change and shift. But Eric, right now, what's your favorite? There's actually two. I think uh, the Chase Sapphire is probably the single best card 
uh, for folks that are just starting out. Uh, it's really flexible, and the points can actually be transferred to a bunch of different airlines. Um, so that's one of the really good ones. And um, the second one is probably the American Express Business Gold Card. So if you have a business, that's an incredibly good value, and it's a different type of points, which gives you a whole bunch of other options. Um, so those are two really good places to start. So what I kind of want to talk about now, Eric, is you've been in this industry for a while. I mean, you said you went to the DC conference and you learned about podcasting and it kind of blew your mind a little bit. So, you know, things are always coming up and going in this world that we live in. So what is something specifically that you've changed your mind about in the last six months? Like something that you used to believe that you just don't anymore? I love this question, man. So it's actually been maybe a little bit more than six months for me on this, but it was one of the the most important mentality shifts that I've had as an entrepreneur. Um, I, I used to believe that sort of personal freedom and, and location independence were the primary goals for me. That was sort of the idea I had when I started and that the only real way to get there was to sort of bootstrap and struggle and create a self-sufficient lifestyle business. And while that's actually a really awesome path, uh, at the time, I, I fundamentally believed that sort of venture capital and outside funding were totally at odds with those goals. And so that was one of the things that I had to sort of step back. Uh, and what I realized that for us and for me, the goal of making a huge impact on the market, and in our case, how people travel, was way more exciting and more important to me than building sort of a comfortable lifestyle business. We wanted to have a big impact. And so I reconsidered sort of my position on whether it was a good idea to, to look at getting outside help. It's a great point. And Fire Nation, like when's the last time you've reconsidered your position? I mean, don't just because you thought that you wanted to live or do a certain thing or live a certain way, you know, a certain amount of time ago that that's still how you really think. I mean, you know, it's crazy to believe, but we live in such a busy world that some people never give themselves time to step back, to breathe, to just relax and to sit down and maybe with a, just a piece of paper and just write down like, what are my goals? Like, are, do these goals still fire me up? Like, am I still going down the direction I want to be going? And if not, hey, tomorrow's a new day. Pivot, adjust and move forward. Now, Eric, you've had some great times. You've had some bad times. I want you to take us to the worst entrepreneurial moment you've experienced to date and really tell us that story. As you may have guessed, that mindset shift uh, from sort of a lifestyle entrepreneur to trying to, to be a disruptive startup uh, created some really choppy waters for us. Um, and I know we're going to talk about aha moments in a minute, so I'll leave out some of the context that sort of got us to this position. But um, so to kind of go to this dark place, uh, it's pretty recent. So this was uh, in early April of, of this year, of 2016, and we're burning through money super fast. Uh, I've maxed out pretty much all of my credit cards. So I've got like maybe $40,000 in debt on my plate. And, uh, you know, and this is, by the way, the opposite, the exact opposite of the thing you want to do with rewards credit cards. Um, but we basically we had negotiated this deal with a group of investors to raise an angel round of about one hundred and twenty thousand dollars in Brazil. And in the middle of actually doing the fundraising, the, the Brazilian version of, of sort of our SEC made this ruling that that delayed everything and totally shook this stuff up. Uh, and so, you know, at this point, we've got like 
like $60,000, you know, like half of the money already committed, but we can't actually take it until we've resolved these legal issues. I'm in Barcelona with my co-founder, AJ, and our CTO, our, our technology officer, George. We've been working for like six months now on our product, and we're just about ready to launch, but we haven't paid ourselves in like two months. I've just, you know, overdrawn our bank account. Everything's looking super, super glum. Fire Nation, this is the thing where you're just like, wow, how does he even come out of this? I mean, you know, this was just a handful of months ago. I mean, Eric, what's happened? First of all, a couple of, I guess, lessons for us that we we realized is uh, when planning, you know, you really need to sort of double your timeline and, and try and account for some of the unexpected. Um, we almost didn't make it just because, you know, there was that delay. Um, and, you know, we, we ultimately found a way out. I ended up getting on a plane, uh, which fortunately only cost me like $60 <laughs> and flying back to Brazil, um, you know, talked with our investors and were able to get sort of a bridge loan. Um, and the good thing was that we were super close to launching. And so we were like at this point where like all the work had been done, but we just needed like a little bit of breathing room to get by. Um, But I guess if possible, the takeaway for us was uh, you really want to leave yourself, especially personally, a little bit more of a financial cushion if at all possible. And looking back, even if that meant me taking sort of a real job or being an entrepreneur in a space that I wasn't quite as excited about for a short period of time to give myself a little bit more of a safety net, I think that would have been a really valuable uh, thing to have, have considered beforehand. This is a really important focus, Fire Nation, is what is your runway? Like, how far is your runway? I know when I launched EO Fire, I had about 18 to 20 months that I knew that I had this runway that would allow me to continue to just create free, valuable, consistent content. Like, Eric, he had to get a better vibe of his runway because his was running out really quick. In fact, in a lot of ways, it had already run out and he was already past that runway. So what is your runway fire nation? Like really know those numbers. And then, you know, before it gets too late or before it gets too close, you need to start making moves, making adjustments to make sure you can extend that runway, get a little more bootstrap, bring on more loans, whatever that might be. That is what needs to happen. So to shift, Eric, let's talk about an aha moment. Let's talk about this light bulb that went off at some point in your journey. Maybe it was for a broader's, you know, maybe it was for your podcast. I mean, whatever it was, take us to one of those greatest ideas that you had and how you turned it into success. Honestly, our aha moment was was really what both led us to our worst moment and also through to this incredible breakthrough that we've had in the last couple of months. Um, and it, and to be totally honest, Fire Nation, it's for us at least, it was more of like an aha month or a, you know just like this aha period of of really taking a look at our core business model and whether we were on the path uh, to what we ultimately wanted to achieve. And so when we started out, we had validated our, our market over the course of a, a little more than a year with a few hundred customers. And so it was a pretty high price, low volume model where we were coaching people through sort of a consulting service where we were helping people earn the right points to book travel that they had planned. And so at this point, we had booked maybe 500 award flights and a total savings of like $370,000. So in other words, the results were fantastic. We were saving people like roughly $730 a flight. However, we realized that we had this huge upper limit 
problem, that there was a ceiling that the way we were doing things at the best case scenario, we were going to maybe be able to help 500 or 1,000 customers using the tools and processes we had in place. And the gut reaction sort of at that point was like, okay, well, how do we hire and how how can we scale these existing things more? Uh, But the aha moment was a reimagination of the revenue model completely. And we realized we sort of sat down and we're saying, what if we don't charge the customers at all? You know, at, at the original pilot program, we were charging maybe $300 for, for this consulting service. Um, and we realized that maybe we could go after some of the affiliate revenue with uh, the banks that are offering for these credit cards and essentially have the banks pay us to help you use their points. Uh, and so reimagining the business model and just taking a whole step back uh, to think about it in a different way of how we could, could generate revenue. And then the second piece was was creating an overall sort of more scalable process, which meant hiring a technology officer, which meant, you know, because AJ and I, you know, we could we sort of taught ourselves to build websites, we taught ourselves marketing, and we had the expertise with points, but we had no idea how to build an app that could take what we were doing for 500 people and do it for 500,000 people. And so that was where we had to make this, this big pivot and sort of cut off a big chunk of our revenue. We just sort of eliminated this, this high price product. And so that was what sort of underpinning we needed to have that investment. We had our runway projected out to maybe 12 months. Uh, and it took us about seven months to actually get the money. So and for the first seven months, we just basically had to run the whole thing on credit cards and just burned the ship and, and knew that we had to make it happen. Fire Nation, this goes back to stepping back and giving yourself permission just to think, to breathe, to evaluate your business and to reevaluate the path that you're going on and say, this might not be the right path. I mean, so often I see people that just like look, like look up like they just got out of this fog and they're like, oh my God, like how did I get here? Like years have gone by. Like how did I get here? Well, you got there by not taking a step back, by not thinking, by just like allowing yourself to be just thrown down this river of life and just getting swept away. Like we need to step off to that bank, sit down and just breathe and relax. And Eric, that's my biggest takeaway from your aha moment because you were able to do that with the broaders and to adjust. And yeah, it maybe hurt you a little bit in the short term, but you know, it sets your business up for long-term success. So what do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your aha moment? I think the biggest thing is that you have to to have a balance between short term what what's going to work, what's going to make your vis- business viable, and what gives you enough breathing room to really be able to go after that big exciting goal that's going to make you fired up, that's going to make it easy for you to work 60, 70, 80 hours a week. And honestly, if you don't have that that hunger and that excitement about the end game, you're you're never going to be able to be successful. And so, you know, getting investment is not the right answer for everybody. So this is definitely, that should not be the takeaway is that, you know, you got to think big and borrow money and and do that. I think the key is that you just really got to think about whether the path that you're on can evolve into the end destination. And if not, you got to step back and reimagine and take your time with it. There's no pressure, you know, necessarily to just, you don't have to figure it all out now. Uh, You got to experiment and you got to fail with a few things before you're actually going to have the aha moment or the aha month that really gets you on the right track. Eric, what's the one thing that you are most fired up about today? 
without a doubt, I'm most fired up about growth and the potential to impact a ton of people. So since the darkest moment back in April, uh, we've at least doubled our users every month. August is more than triple July. We're recording right at the end of August here. And, uh, you know, we've got this sort of amazing opportunity uh, to share our story with a ton of people. It's, it's super exciting to be able to talk with Fire Nation and basically just be able to help tens of thousands of people uh, cut down the cost of airfare by 80 or 90 percent. And the old model, the way we were doing this before, we were never going to help that many people all at once. Um, And so I think the even more exciting thing is the picture sort of slightly coming into focus that's beyond the next three to six months. And, you know, that's the opportunity to be disruptive in the travel market. You know, Uber changed the way you think about getting from one place to another. Airbnb changes the way you think about accommodation. Of course, there's absolutely no certainty that we're going to get to that level. But the market is big enough and the opportunity is there and we're the first to show up. So I'm super excited about uh, just where uh, our path is taking us. You know, speaking of Uber being disruptive, I mean, I can remember when I was in San Diego, I said this out loud and Kate heard me and I said, I don't want to live in a world where Uber doesn't exist. You know, like I really didn't. I mean, I was like, there was a Chris Gillibo book signing like 20 minutes north of me and like, you know, there was going to be a couple beverages being served there. So I wasn't going to drive. And I'm like, just the pain of having to even think about getting into a taxi now and going up there and, <laughs> and how much that would cost and just the annoyance of having to wait for it and, and the rudeness of the people inside. And that's a generalization, but you know, just totally. knowing that I could just press my button and just like, you know, a couple minutes later, there's going to be a, a cool, clean car with a water bottle and a nice person, you know, <laughs> who was banking on my high rating of them. I was like, this is a world that I want to live in. And in fact, you know, I don't want to live in a world without Uber, you know, getting to that to that place for like $14 and being like, there's so much value here. Like that's what you want to feel about your product, your service, like the thing that you're bringing to the world, Fire Nation. You know, to go back to 2012, like I wanted to live in a world where there was a daily podcast interviewing successful entrepreneurs. Like Eric wants to live in a world where you can go to abroaders.com and get great value and, and save a ton of money and, and be and be able to to have that flight for between fifty to a hundred dollars anywhere in the world. So he's being disruptive. And speaking of disruptive. We're going to be disruptive in the lightning round. So don't you go anywhere, but we're going to take a quick minute first to thank our sponsors. We talk about investing a lot, investing in yourself, in your business. What about in your future? If you're looking for an online broker who will let you customize and automate your investments, then M1 Finance is one to check out. The platform is simple to understand. It's easy to manage and inexpensive. You control what percent of your money goes into various stocks and ETFs, and then M1 does all the work to enact your plan. You get all that with no commissions, just a low 0.35% annual fee. And it doesn't matter how big or small your account is, you can start with as little as one hundred dollars. Visit m1finance.com slash fire and our friends will give you six months of service for free. You get custom portfolios, automated rebalancing, fractional shares, no commissions, and for six months you get it all for free. That's m1finance.com slash fire. M1 Finance is a registered broker dealer member FINRA dash SIPC. 
Are you stuck for ideas on how to create an amazing logo, website design, or social media background? Let's face it, for some of us, design just isn't our expertise. Luckily, I've got just the place, Design Crowd. Design Crowd helps startups and small businesses crowdsource custom graphics, logos, and web designs from designers around the world. In just four steps, you'll be rocking your new custom graphics. Step one, post a brief that describes the design that you need. Step two, Design Crowd will invite its 500,000 designers to respond. Step three, within hours you'll receive your first design and over the course of several days a typical project will receive 60 to 100 plus different designs to choose from. Step four, pick the best design and approve payment to the designer. Visit designcrowd.com slash fire. That's D-E-S-I-G-N-C-R-O-W-D dot com slash fire for a special $100 VIP offer or simply enter the discount code FIRE when posting your project on Design Crowd. Eric, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I'm ready. <laughs> what was holding you back from being an entrepreneur? Honestly, I think college. Uh, I went to University of Michigan, which is a, a really good school, but entrepreneurship simply wasn't a topic. And, um, you know, I think that despite some personal growth, I think I would have rather spent that fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 uh, learning by doing and failing in the real world. What's the best advice you've ever received? My grandpa was an old school entrepreneur. He ran a lumberyard for more than 50 years. And uh, I remember talking with him about some of my ideas about location independence. And I expected this, you know, barrage of questions, all the doubters, you know, like all the people in your life that are sort of saying, like, you can't do this. And, uh, you know, he just said to me, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. And I'm pretty sure that's a, a, a Ford quote. Henry but, Ford. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was just it was really cool to hear somebody that was in a totally di- on a totally different planet as far as business and entrepreneurship to hear a bunch of stuff he didn't understand and to just like totally buy in and just be like, you know, what? I believe it. You can do it. What's a personal habit, Eric, that contributes to your success? following up with people that I've met and just doing everything I can to strengthen my network. Um, Pretty much every big break that I've ever had in business has been tied to someone introducing a friend, sharing a a lesson learned the hard way, you know, cutting out all the extra uh, painful learning or, you know, just putting in a good word. Uh, Case in point, you know, I think that one of the reasons that we got introduced was was through a mutual friend, uh, Harry Durant. So thanks a ton, Harry. And uh, that's that's definitely the thing that I think is really powerful um, that is a habit that's easy to maintain and, and delivers big time. We're just hanging out with Harry in Chicago. Just a great guy. Eric, can you share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation? Absolutely. So I've been looking forward to this one. My resource is Zapier. And uh, Zapier is a tool that lets you connect hundreds, maybe thousands now of different apps without needing any technical knowledge, which is awesome if you don't know anything about code. And so for us, it literally does the work of like two full-time VAs doing data entry each month. Um, And so just sort of for an example, uh, when we book a flight, we just fill out uh, a simple form using Typeform, which I also love. And Zapier puts that into Google Docs so that it tracks our stats. Um, it creates an Evernote for us automatically, and it puts a Trello card on our post-booking you know, follow-up. So basically, what you can do is just connect all of these different apps to create these automated processes, and it lets you test things before you spend a bunch of money trying to make your own solution. It lets you, you know, trial and error in a really flexible way. So it's a super useful tool. 
If you could recommend just one book, what would it be and why? Elon Musk, Tesla, SpaceX, and the quest for a fantastic future. I just finished it and super inspiring. Just think big and it's a really good read. Well, he is a guy that thinks big. Eric, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? So I've heard some really amazing answers to this question on your show. Yeah. And so I, I really appreciate this. I mean, you, you get the best out of entrepreneurs with this question because it strips away all the assets that you've built up and puts you sort of back into bare bones execution mode. So I think day one, uh, I would create a free resource on earning and redeeming points for travel. Uh, and I'd create a simple landing page so that I could start building an email list. Uh, second, I would start recording podcasts like crazy. Um, I think in particular, I'd go for shorter episodes. Uh, we sort of started out with like a half an hour to 45 minute podcast, uh, which was really a fun process. But I think uh, I'd try and build like 30 to 55 to seven minute episodes in video format uh, that would sort of uh, be something that I could use on YouTube and just answer like the basic questions that everybody has about points and miles. And then maybe do some longer audio episodes like we do now that really dive into the, the meat and potatoes of how to execute and how to get the savings. Um, and then I'd get each of those episodes transcribed. I'd start building up content on my website. Um, and, you know, sort of assuming that I had all the knowledge I have today, uh, I think I would probably start charging for uh, some sort of consulting resource to sort of help uh, take even more of the pain points out. Um, but, Assuming I were feeling out the market, which I think is probably the position a lot of people uh, out there in Fire Nation are in, um, if you're going to start with some sort of product offering that's not just an information product, I think it helps to do it for free for the first 10 or 15 people uh, and really avoid spending any time on sales and just start to understand what problems people face and what they want. Um, and then, so I think I'd wrap it up uh, by spending a ton of time networking with other bloggers in the travel space and just sort of building up momentum to launch that podcast. Um, and last but not least, I would hunt down my team, uh, AJ, Jake, George, Janelle, and Rosie. We've got an amazing team here and just totally could not get to the point that we want to be without those people. Um, so that's what I'd be doing with my 500 bucks. Love that. Well, Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you've been hanging out with EP and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And Eric, let's end on fire with you giving us a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. The parting wisdom is just keep that relentless optimism, even through the darkest moments. Truly, whether you think you can or you can't, you are right. And uh, that's what's going to carry you through. So have that drive. Um, you can find me at abroaders.com. Uh, and if you want to send me an email, it's eric, E-R-I-K, at abroaders.com. Uh, and we also do have a special extended free trial for Fire Nation. Uh, so abroaders.com slash fire. Uh, and we've got our premium membership service, which is just a bunch of extra support and help uh, getting you the right points and helping you use them to get the flights that you want, get the travel 
adventure of your dreams. So if you check out that slash fire, uh, we've got an extended free trial for three months. So you've got plenty of time to get your first trip booked. Wow. Loving all of this. And man, Fire Nation, you just need to head over to eofire.com. Type Eric, that's E-R-I-K in the search bar because his show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about. We're talking best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore. And of course, head over to abroaders.com slash fire for your extended free trial. That's a direct call to action. And give Eric an email, E-R-I-K at abroaders.com and he will definitely get back with you. Eric, thank you for sharing your journey, brother, with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much, man. Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed our chat with Eric today. And if you, yes, you, are ready to master productivity, discipline, and focus in just 100 days, visit selfmasteryjournal.com and I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side.